1: at him. Yep. There he is. Yep. Fresh-faced, all a rosy after... Uh, hold on. <laughs> Wait, before we... I have not talked to you since the... I mean, look, the Rams lost in preseason to the Raiders. Whatever. I mean, it's just like, we're. who cares <laughs> at this point? Yeah, I don't thoughts. even remember what the score was. Yeah, it was 37-17, I, I want to say. It was, it was not pretty, but it was preseason and, and a, a bunch of non-starters out there. But who knows? But the point is, I have not talked to you, Kevin. Really? Uh I don't even think I've communicated with you since now. I know you made it to the game yes. because you sent me a picture from the game. You sent me a photo, a text. Yes, I did. Um, I assume it was at the game. You could have faked it. <laughs> could have <but>, photoshopped it. <laughs> um with all the things that could have gone wrong in the process of actually getting you to a game, even if it is a preseason Rams game. You made it. You were there. I I sure did. I I fully Ah. expected. I fully expected something to come up, either an
0: illness or a work shift or or a a hurricane coming through town. But nope, that was a day later that a hurricane, a tropical (laughs) storm, came through town. So uh, I. I made it to I made it to the game. I've been, I've been to a Rams game at SoFi Stadium now, if, even though it's preseason. I've been I've witnessed a football game where Rams were wearing their uniform on the field playing football. Yes, well, I did.
1: We need to hear all your thoughts. I am in, in great anticipation. You got the experience, pretty much. The I mean, the SoFi experience itself is probably you know very enjoyable just to kind of be in that building and and see what's mm-hmm. going on. Again, not not a critical game by any means and and not necessarily a pretty pretty game <laughs> yeah. uh in many respects but no. uh, give me all give me uh, give me what you got what 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 did you come away with
0: well i got to tell you right off the bat it is uh it is a totally different experience. I mean, I'm just assuming when the Raiders are the team that the Rams are playing. That yeah. is that in and of itself is something that if you're going to, you need to just mentally prepare yourself for. <laughs> because my goodness, did the Raiders fans show up? First of all, um, in fact, that is. Of course that, they did. Yeah, yeah, of course they did. I would and I would definitely say Raiders fans outnumbered Rams fans right off the bat. I will say that yeah. Yeah. it was it was pretty sad. It was it's in a weird way. It was kind of hard to tell visually and maybe it's because most of the Raiders fans were wearing black and so it's just kind of a darker color it doesn't pop as much but um, the, the very clear example I had and this was one of my random thoughts is that both the Rams and the Raiders within a few minutes of gameplay of each other got a pick six they got an interception and they, that they ran back for a touchdown and the Rams one happened first and the place went nuts and it was great when the Raiders one happened it was much louder. It was much <laughs> louder for an identical play. Uh, so that was that was something interesting for sure yeah. and, well, I, um,
1: there are I mean obviously with the Raiders having traveled around the way they have, uh, and you know it, there is a very interesting culture in Los Angeles from their relatively short time in Los Angeles, there are still big-time Raiders fans in L.A. Oh, yeah. There are obviously are Raiders fans, uh, longtime Raiders fans in Oakland who are you know still pretty loyal to that mm-hmm. team. And then there's new fans in Vegas and Bay Area and Vegas is... That's not that hard to travel if no. you want to go see that game. So who knows where all those people were from? I would be willing to bet that that was a lot of local L.A. Raider I sure fans. would, too. I yeah. sure
0: would, too. Yep. Um And yeah, they, I mean, look, they, they showed up, uh, the, (laughs) I want to be cautious the way I say this. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I would go to a Rams Raiders game again (laughs) after this experience.
1: (laughs) It Bless their heart. Just imagine if there were stakes, like if if it was like, if there was some sort of. You know, if it really counted, imagine what it would be like in there.
0: It was, it was, and by the way, I want to say it it was a blast. It was, it was, it's a great live experience. The game itself was incredible. We had great seats. Um, There's just something about the way the Raiders fans show up that is, um, Almost petty, you know, Im- immature would be, I guess, the word that comes to mind so much like, hey, I want to just get under your skin as much as possible. And I'm yeah. I'm very happy to report that I'm a I'm a much more mature adult than I was in the past. And I I had no desire to engage with any of the fans who were trying to get under my skin. I didn't bother yeah. me at all. But yeah. I saw a lot probably of fans who Prob- did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably wise when, you know, when you
1: see some Raiders fans showing up with, you know, like uh, horns attached to their skin. Yeah skulls yeah. uh and yeah i mean look let's not sugarcoat it they're thugs they're just freaking yeah. thugs and yeah. they revel in it and i'm not saying that in a like mean way it may yeah. sound mean but they uh, affect a persona that is just we are going to be in your face We 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 yeah. want to be the most aggressive nfl fans there are it's a culture it's a whole thing Okay. Uh, it's, it's serious, man. So I, I, I get it. I would, uh, you know, if you just want to go and enjoy a game and you know, unfortunately in SoFi, it's, it's to yeah. see the Rams that the other team fans are showing up. I would not choose the Raiders game. I yeah. Would not.
0: Yeah. The long yeah. story short is know what you're showing up for. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> To to reference the picture that I sent you, by the way, Larry, this was this was probably the highlight of my whole game. Yeah. It was a it was a picture with Chewy from Mariachi Rams, yes. our our former Welcome to the Bandwagon guest. He was on with us. He talked about what he uh, they performed at the first quarter break and the third quarter break. They just did a song each. They did uh, Tequila the first time, which I thought maybe was a, an homage to Pee Wee Herman, though I did not confirm nor nor deny that. But that's how I, I took have it to
1: believe that's true. So yeah. I like to I like to think that too
0: yeah and then they did that the uh, okay. uh which was great and you know that that the, uh, the mariachi definitely connected with rams and raiders fans alike so that was kind of a cool experience a shared experience um and then yeah when they were performing i was like we got to. i showed my brothers and like, we got to find a way to get over there and uh and we managed to get over there and i ran into chewy and he recognized me immediately and got a picture i talked to the rest of the band and i'm i yet to infiltrate our way in i reminded him like you, you you're you're making the uniforms for us right now, right? I just and so he didn't said,
1: invite you immediately. That wasn't top no. of mind for him. Okay. Apparently, uh, apparently,
0: we have not been on his mind the way that uh, that he has been in ours. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: we got some work to do. I mean, that there's you know it's early, so there's there's we all oh also we have to learn an instrument, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, that's although we part. did talk about percussion, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. We can. I think we can manage that. Um, I doubt that this made the broadcast. But um, the na- did the national anthem by chance make the broadcast? Did you happen to see? Maybe. Maybe no, were watching the
1: that. The broadcast started late actually because they were still showing uh, the Cowboys and whoever they were playing. Oh, how uh, funny! Seahawks, was it? Wow. Okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we. we I mean, it, it started late from the standpoint that we still got to see the kickoff, but there was no puts it around it was a little late it was after uh the normal starting time so we didn't there was no extras
0: (laughs) well the the national anthem was uh was one of my favorite parts as well it was sang by the brookdale seniors of tarzana california these are senior they were i believe it was all women actually now that i think about it um but they ranged apparently in age from 81 to 100 or something like that what? and they sang the national anthem most of them were in wheelchairs I'm not sure if they all needed the wheelchairs or if that was just a nice way to get them on the field and I w- I was like man Larry there's a there's a chance for you to get get on a professional oh, football field someday it's man. just uh okay it's just
1: um I see you got, oh, you got door- there's all that set up to for that really <laughs> an old joke and I was gonna say maybe maybe one of them dated Francis Scott key but no you you had to turn it on on me all right
0: yeah yeah larry you got there's hope there's still hope for you yet to uh to to make it onto the field of sofi so
1: <laughs> okay all right move on what else no don't clap for yourself no unacceptable absolutely not um
0: all right we can we can move on from now um here here is one of uh here is one of the things that i loved as well um i did i was i don't know if this is a new thing maybe they've been doing this all year but when the when the uh, teams come on the field or when the when the first quarter and the second quarter, I'm sorry, in the second half are about to start. They get the crowd all hyped up by doing what's called the rampede, Larry, the rampede. rampede. Instead of the instead my dogs are. Rampeding behind me right now if you can hear that <laughs>
1: that's a triggering <laughs> command for them apparently
0: <laughs> they yeah um it, it, look you know you know us we are we are play on word fans here and instead of a stampede they get on the graphic screen they show a whole bunch of these like the, i'm pointing to the ram logo on my hat so the 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 ram the ram uh the one that's uh, on the middle of the field, if you ever see it, the, the Rams logo. They'll show a bunch of those and they'll be in like a, Ra- a stampede format. And uh, that's the way they're supposed to get hype. Now, I don't know if it worked because, again, there were more Raiders fans and Rams fans there. But but the <laughs> Rampede instead of the Stampede is something to look out for if you ever make oh. it to your game. All yeah. right. Yep. All right. Excellent. Um, and in terms of any game breakdown, I, I just got, I mean, you watch the game. Anyone who watched yep. the game... Boy, we don't have a great defense. Is, yeah. Because is they sure, yeah. it sure looked like the Raiders were the best offensive team to ever play. Every pass was completed. Every, it was just like, it was like, are we even trying to stop them from, from, working the ball upfield. It was I know it's preseason. I don't know how many of these guys are starters, but that's what Andrew Siciliano said when he was on right, with us that right. the, the defense is one of the biggest concerns. And man, being there live, it was like every time the Rams had the ball, it was like, okay, we got maybe one, one good run in there and then we and then we had to punt it. Whereas the Raiders just like Work their way up the field every single time.
1: Yeah, so. I, I mean it, that's tough, and that that is something that Andrew mentioned last week, which is you know this defense cannot give up the kind of yardage they're giving up in preseason. Now, uh, let's there are two sides to this one. You don't have a superstar out there in Aaron Donald and you don't have yep. some of the other starters on defense necessarily, but he did say that, you know, there are so many people on the field right now in preseason who may end up starters that these, are <laughs> these are some yep. of these guys will. So you don't know what combination you're going to end up with on game one uh, versus the, the Seahawks when we get there. So, yep. um, yeah, it's concerning, and I think everybody knows it's concerning. And you also don't want to have a season where you have to score so prolifically that that's the only way you win. And and yes. we've seen that in the past. With you know, it, it's like, are you <laughs> do you, do you get the ball last, and do you get to score last in order to win forty five to forty <laughs> two? Exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. It's that, that's, and that's a scary no way to way. play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's not how we want to
0: play. And I, I, I do think we have a, a lot of great offensive players, but do we have it? Do we have enough to pull off that every game? I don't, I don't think so. So yeah. it, it was, it was concerning, you know, again, who knows what happens during, during regular season, but, uh, it was, it was a big concern for
1: sure. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, there were a couple of highlights. There are a couple of guys there. They feel really high on and none of whose names I'm remembering right now. And, uh, you would like to think that once they start and it's also, there's also the possibility of maybe grabbing somebody off of yep. waivers or something. There are going to be some, some, some roster cuts and, you know, you might find some veterans in there or something. Uh, yeah. I, I got the same perspective from a, just a pure football perspective. It began to be a little bit. And, and as far as the offense goes, certainly, you know, again, it was Stetson Bennett in there and, and, and rarely any of your starters, uh, I, I was a little bummed. I thought for a little while that maybe we had uh, put, a, we had cursed Puka Nakua uh, that, we uh. had, that and, as opposed to giving him the Puka, the the welcome to the bandwagon bump, the bandwagon bump that we had somehow cursed him by talking about him. I know with Andrew Siciliano, but it turns out, I think they just consider him a starter yeah. automatically Yeah, because he was on the sideline and he wasn't, he wasn't uh, listed as, uh, you know, injured. Anywhere that I could find, so I yeah. think they're like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna we're try some to. other guys out there, and we and there was a rookie tight end uh, who who was out there and and was I had most of the catches on offense yesterday, and this punter Evans, yeah, um, I mean it's weird oh. to talk about a superstar on special teams, yeah, but he's a rookie punter and he he was booming it yep. every time, so. And I got to tell you, know, you in person, he kicked that thing with a perfect spiral. It
0: was like it was it was insane to watch. I I didn't even realize this was a rookie punter because at the game they, you know, I I just didn't know who was who for the most part to be completely honest. And these kicks were just incredible to watch and I was yeah. I maybe was just taking it for granted, but yeah, that, so he's he's a real deal
1: they're kind of pre- they're kind of perfect. He's yeah, so I mean uh, uh, it's too bad you can't <laughs> put a punter in your fantasy team because <laughs> no. he's, he would be the the highlight of the of the Rams roster right now. Uh one thing I will tell you about the broadcast is that I I do think we gave Andrew Siciliano the bandwagon bump because he and Andrew Whitworth were just superlative and oh, uh, and I do think we kind of planted the whole Puka Nakua thing in his head because he actually had the chance to talk to Cooper Cup for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, one-on-one, uh, who is not playing right now, obviously. And they t- talked most of the time about Puka, uh, oh. which was great. But unfortunately, Andrew never got the chance to actually make a Puka call because he was yep. not in the game. Yeah, um, however... Uh, there, there are two things I want to say about the broadcast, and uh, I, I'm so happy that we had the chance to talk to Andrew last week, and mm-hmm. they they were so great together. There is a moment, and you'll remember this from last season, because during the preseason they can get Sean McVay during oh, yeah. the game yeah. on. The camera, and I know you didn't see this because you weren't watching the broadcast, but one of the jokes they've made about this is that every time they put McVeigh on camera during preseason, something terrible happens. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, so um, that's been the joke, is that there's like an interception or there's just something terrible. Well, uh, Here's what happened yesterday, and Andrew Whitworth was actually in the middle of talking about something. And Whitworth's great because he and McVeigh know each other, and they, they you know they, they know each other very well by now, yeah, obviously. Sure. And this is what happened. He seems to process a little faster. Yeah. Is that true?
0: I think so. I mean, he's best once the ball is actually snapped. Oh, great That's a hook go. player taking it to the grid, baby. It's a new year, baby. How about that hook drop? My man Hummel, captain tonight. Oh, man, is that exciting.
1: This is the only time good shit's happened when I come on the you I was just guys. about to say, we've been waiting for something positive to happen when you're on oh, the mic with us. Oh, man, that's Finally great. it happens. Hummel with a tremendous play. now awesome. I look
0: like a selfish coach down here just talking to you guys when I'm on coach's cam. Everybody's
1: down there excited. and You're just I'm, jealous I'm just, you're not in the party. You know what? I feel so left out. It's just normal circumstances for me. <laughs> that is a great play. I think it turned kind of sad there at the end, poor Sean McVay. Yeah, sure did, poor Sean oh, are you left out all the time? But but a couple of great things about that. It's it's maybe the first time he's ever been on the the coach cam where uh, something really positive has happened. Uh-huh. That was uh, that was Hummel's pick six uh, there, uh, against the Raiders at that point, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and then he drops an S bomb on podcast uh, television. <laughs> that was the first thing I know. We work <laughs>
0: in radio, so we hear those things jump out loud and clear to us. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love uh,
1: it. Totally forgotten. Whitworth didn't even. I, I the second. Observation about the broadcast. Otherwise, it was a very boring game, and uh, I mean, there wasn't even a good commercial. There was some Lady Gaga <laughs> commercial that kept popping up. I don't know what that was. Um, there, there is, there is, there is some product I saw called Poof that uh, oh. <laughs> apparently uh, takes odors away. You can like put wipe it on your dog. I'm going to get some. For you oh, for for Christmas. Uh, Kevin, thank you. Yes, those, I got,
0: got two very stinky dogs here. Yes, those
1: <laughs> stinky beasts in your in your bedroom, r- rubbing themselves all over your sheets, all over my sheets. Uh, <laughs> sleep? Yeah,
0: maybe maybe uh, hey, maybe Puka could endure it, the Pooka poo
1: pooka Poof, oh, the, the Pooka, pooka, pooka Poof. poof. Oh, yeah, totally. Perfect. Okay, yeah. let me write that down. Um, <laughs> but here's the observation I, I make, and and I, I hate to trash anybody, but we we have gone on record here, even as we are the uh, perennial po- uh, Pollyannas of podcasting, because uh, we still positive um uh we have talked about how uh how terrible a broadcaster Mark Sanchez is. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> it, it, mm-hmm. it pains me as a fellow Trojan to, to bag him in this way. I am apparently not alone. And it was just wow. emphasized by how good Andrew Siciliano and Andrew Whitworth are together. Mm-hmm. They they are so good and they, mm-hmm. they have fun and they don't overdo it. And they always, I mean, even in a preseason game, they always have something to talk about. And it just hit me, it was like, I'd so much rather hear them do regional calls on yeah. these games. Yep. I, I know it's not going to happen. That's not what they're doing right now. And maybe Whitworth is—that's a, a, a world that he's going to be able to expand in. Yep. I just—I'm just hoping Sanchez doesn't come back for these regional games because it's painful. And I wondered <laughs> if we were alone in this assessment. Okay, and all it took. Was just a quick Google search uh, <laughs> along the lines of Mark Sanchez bad broadcaster. That's all I put in, and uh, the number of headlines that come up is hysterical. And I uh, apologize. I-, I look and and let me remind you, I'm a Trojan, and his time during at USC was 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 awesome, and he was a great athlete, and and it didn't work out in the pros for him, but he but he had some issues, and people are noticing the same things we have noticed about him. Okay. Uh, uh, Kevin, including, uh, let's see. He, well, here's my favorite headline right off the top. In Sports Illustrated, Fox's Mark Sanchez calls himself an idiot on air. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because he tried to make a comment about how some thrown ball was similar to a knuckle ball by a, a, a Red Sox pitcher or something. It turns out the player he mentions was an infielder, not a pitcher. And then he called himself an idiot on after he caught himself. At least he admitted that.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: And then there's uh, Yahoo Sports. I think this is a completely different game. Yahoo Sports with the headline: "Mark Sanchez delivers butt fumble of broadcasting calls." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, there's yeah, a reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah to yep. And if you're, you're being the, compared
0: to the butt fumble, that's uh, it's not. It's not a good thing. If in case yeah. that wasn't clear, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, Mark Sanchez now is probably at the top of the list in the Hall of Fame of NFL. A uh, bloops and blunders, I think, be- with with the notorious Jets butt fumble, where butt uh, fumble. a fellow player, the center, right, the center yeah. butt, caused literally uh, the ball to be knocked out. Of his yes. Uh, yes, and then heavens for heaven forbid you go onto Reddit because uh, oh, no. there are. I'm I'm only looking at the the Google snapshot here uh, at the top of the list. Sanchez is genuinely insufferable as a commentator. Uh, how about Mark genuinely? Sanchez? Oh <laughs> this is this is a good one. Mark Sanchez was a better QB than commentator. Let oh, that no. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh um, no! And it it goes on and on there. So uh, look, this is not about trashing Mark Sanchez because maybe there's a place for him in broadcasting. Maybe it's 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 back at the at the you know headquarters to do a little halftime analysis, but. I just want to shout out again, our guys, Andrew Siciliano yeah. and uh, Mr. Whitworth. Uh, man, they were good. And yeah. they made the whole thing. They made a preseason game, informative and entertaining. And not for a moment did I go, ooh, and yep. cringe while watching it. So I can't,
0: I can't help but wonder if the Mark Sanchez factor is now becoming how bad of a broadcaster he is. That is what people are listening for. They're hoping... <laughs> for the I don't know if they're called tweets anymore but they're hoping for the social media blunder. Um by the way Larry I just uh, just did my own little Google search. Who is calling the Rams Seahawks game this is week 1 the Rams Seahawks and this sentence says as far as the game announcers Seahawks versus Rams will be done by Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez. Yeah. So we'll get them right off the bat. We will get the Mark Sanchez love.
1: (laughs) I was thinking that by now people would have seen, uh, I don't know. But, you know, Joe Buck has been working for a long time, too. And there are people that hate him. Yeah, I'm extremely polarizing. I'm willing to give uh, Mr. Sanchez another chance. By now, Mm -hmm. perhaps he's been coached by the folks at Fox to try not to do so many analogies because none of them work. What was the one where uh, you know he uh, um, he, he cleared the that as fast boy, as a, the teenage boy <laughs> clearing <laughs> his, his,
0: search his internet search, search history? history. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yep, yeah, that's the that's that when he makes oh. it to the Hall of Fame, that will be on his plaque for sure yeah. in broadcasting. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that just takes the
1: wind out of me. So, <laughs> yes, uh, so anyway, we we do have one more preseason game to limp through. I you got to wonder if maybe we'll see one series. From some of our starters, are they, do you think maybe they're going to suit up Matt Stafford? And I don't know if Cooper Cup is completely 100 percent healthy yet, but uh, do you think we'll I, see a few more starters at least just to get their hands on the ball and and, and see what's know. going on?
0: I, I I honestly no, I I don't um, I don't think I don't think they'll show up at all. But that is something to watch for to see. I think maybe maybe like a Puka Nakua, maybe like a young guy or something like that. But I'd be yeah. shocked to see. Definitely an Aaron Donald on the field or a Cooper Cup. Maybe Stafford will get some reps. We did see Jimmy G get uh, get I the first get say. some reps in the. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, wait, there he's starting the game. And he, yeah, I think uh, you know. Well,
1: it's a new system. How weird is it to see Jimmy Garoppolo in a Raiders uniform? I know. That was, that's it wild. was
0: it was bizarre. It was very <laughs> bizarre. But he got a, he got a good little ovation from the Raiders fans. So
1: well, we be bad. Well, we be bad. Bad. <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's time to wrap up here, Kevin, because the the. The, the English language is starting to yeah the drugs yeah, are drugs in. are kicking in uh, one more preseason game uh, this coming Saturday against the Broncos. Broncos it's at Denver and then we will uh, move on to Seattle for game one on September 10th versus the Seahawks that's going to be uh, a, a tough opener I think to to travel and and an away game against. Um, you know, a, a team that you you never know what you're going to get, but yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a, a, a cakewalk by any means. So yeah. it's going to be a, a good test early on for the Rams. We will be back as we are uh, every Thursday. And, of course, after every game, uh, no matter what the game may be or whatever the outcome may be. Yes, we'll be here. Always find us uh, on the free Odyssey app or anywhere you get your podcasts and uh, anything to wrap up your experience at SoFi yesterday as you are uh, basking in the afterglow of an actual Rams game, Kevin. I will say one of the other potential highlights that
0: did not come to fruition was while I was waiting in line for some food, there was uh, one very large, very large Rams fan uh, being held back as he was approaching violently a very large Raiders fan. And we were very close, very close to seeing, uh, seeing, I guess that would have been the halftime entertainment for me right there. (laughs) And that is why I will never go to a Rams-Raiders game again. That is the line.
1: I do not want to get in the middle of those two guys. (laughs) Look. And not only was it an entertaining experience, but you learned something about yourself. Uh, yes, there you I go. Think, I think we all learned something about ourselves
0: today, Larry. Okay. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry, and I'm.